Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. It's the Sims and Lepko Podcast. Here's your host, Adam Lepko and Rick. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 71 of the Sims and Lepko Podcast. Those Ooh, legs look at are those Woody. legs. Thanks, Woody. And you notice we have another guest here. His name is Rob Cordry. You have seen him before oh, oh, all the oh, time. Oh, oh, the oh. Daily Show, Hot Tub Time Machine, Children's Hospital, Emmys. And of course, (laughs) at the Emmy Awards. Emmys, but also... Ballers 2 starting this upcoming yeah. Sunday. I love season 1. Is it Ballers 2? Ballers season 2. Thank you. Okay, two. Sorry. But I like that. Yeah. Though. Ballers 2. <laughs> That's what we are. Yeah. Ballers also. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to New York. Thank you. Uh, I hear that you, I went on your Wikipedia page. Oh, good. And Because uh, that's how we do big time research. <laughs> it's all accurate. And it said, it said you had two odd jobs that you were a security guard at the Met and that's you right. hung out. You handed out Mexican restaurant menus. Right down the street from here. Stop really? it. Where? Mini Dito. It was at Mini Dito's. I think it's still around. It's uh, on 7th Avenue or something. Man. And the guy, like, I would, I would take the flyers and I would throw them away and go sleep in Central Park. Right. Because so that's safe. <laughs> yeah, right. Cause the, and then the boss just started noticing he wasn't getting any business from these flyers, this He's aggressive flyer out. business model. Right. And so he said, his was a solution. He goes, when you take it, take the top, smack it, and then pass it out and say, good Mexican food. <laughs> and the you're easily coached. Yeah. So this lasted like. Ten minutes, and then I took a nap up in Central Park. Uh, this is episode seventy-one. We always name a famous seventy-one. So if you have one, That's please a say it. Number to throw it is a tough number. I'm sorry. I'll go with Tyrone Smith, left tackle of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to say Jason Peters, Trent Williams, and Evgeny Malkin. Oh, I looked at a yeah. little hockey on yeah, the podcast. Malkin, I like that. I'm going to say. Uh, I was born in 1971. Is that hey, good? That does seventy-one. Yes. Um, Special year. So we need to get this out of the way now. Sims has been someone that's going on Boston radio a lot. He Uh-oh. has talked a lot about the Tom Brady deflate gate scandal. Oh, I have no way back up. I've not heard of this. I, I, of this. <laughs> I hear from my good friend Matt Camp, mm-hmm. who works yeah. here at Bleach Report, that I know you talk to. He good goes, man. he goes, hey, Cordry, big time Pats fan. Yeah. Where are I you? I really like the, the Pats too, though. Let's yeah, just establish that. We right. love the Pats. for the Patriots. So okay, okay. Right. I love the Patriots. So this is a wanted, safe place. Yeah. Where it are is, you right except now? Except for the flight gate, it's not. Yeah. Where yeah. are you now in your process of handling it? Um, can I curse? Yes. yes we have great one curse. Thank you. Um, because I'm at the point where I don't give a sh. Right. Mm. I hear <laughs> <that>. Basically, <laughs> right. I've I've rooted for the Red Sox all my life, yep. and they weren't a winning team until 
at least in my pers- with my perspective yeah. recently. Yes. Right. So I'm always rooting for the underdogs. I love mm. and hating the Yankees. I love being able to root for the bad guys now. Like I am a uh, an an unapologetic Patriots fan. Patriots fan. It's like so you become a Yankees fan at just football. It's like exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. It's right. like, like I'm the a Yankees. Yankees fan. I grew up here. So yeah. you know, I have respect for the Red Sox, but yeah, New York Yankee fans are no, like the not, evil empire yeah, exactly. to hell with all you. Exactly. Right. And that's how New England is, you're right, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but so I'm I don't not, care. I, I'm so maybe, sick maybe of the they topic. cheated. Who gives a shit? Yeah. We're still going to beat you. Exactly. And still would have beat you regardless. We're going to beat the, your with team. With properly. But I, I agree with all that. Yeah. I mean, that well, we I think Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. He's a maniac, right? I mean, I, I love uh, it. Yeah, of course he is. Yes. Of course he is. But um, he's, a, he's a psychopath. I don't think you'd want to, like, uh, have him over for dinner. Yeah, he'd be Bullshit. better than you think, though. You could <laughs> really? make him laugh. You could. He would. He's a little uh, more social than people give him credit for. I think I'd be trying too hard, and I'd blow it. Yeah, you probably could. What would, probably what like, what would dinner be guy. like if Belichick were to come in? What would you even What would, you what would be your Belichick? first question what with the Belichick? Uh, this is delicious. I'd say. First, compliment the food. This is delicious. <laughs> right. He won't be chicken. cooking it, so don't worry. Um, uh, and then I'd say, hmm, um, hmm. Love the house. I love. I don't know. I, I blow it. Yeah. See, I'm already blown. Well, like, I'm already like blowing make, up I'd Belichick. Food for Belichick, he'd be like, oh, I don't like this. I'd be like, oh, I hate it. I throw it against the wall. I'd be like, so you want to order pizza? Yeah. Or what do you want to do? <laughs> Whatever you want, Bill. It's the right call. He would never even like change his mode of what he's in. You can't fluster Bill. Really? Like if you were like throwing food around, be like, this sucks. Bill would just sit there and observe and be, yeah, like, be like, we're on to Cleveland. Yes, we're on to we're the on next to Cleveland. Just like The, the Rock, right? <laughs> nice. Nice segue. Nice. So you, you just came from the New York Times, uh, and you were saying... No big deal. Everybody wants to know about The Rock. Is it become like a big part of your life, people asking you about The Rock? Uh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. And di- varying degrees of, of, uh, of embarrassment mm. when they do. Some people are like... Okay, first question, gotta ask you this. What's The Rock like? And then there are people that are like, ugh, I bet you everybody's asking about what The Rock's like, right? right. But they still want to then they go, But then they're like, so what's he like? So, yeah. yeah. So he's cool? <laughs> well, it's like, well, the thing that's so funny is talk about a person that puts out their, their like, personal life on all forms of social media. You pretty much know what he's like because he's showing you that's every moment. That's the thing, right? That's what I don't get. That's why people, I think that's why people ask because they're looking for a... A seam, you yes. know. They're looking for the sure. for the catch. They want and you to say he's truly an asshole. There's no that's catch, really what man. They they yeah. Want, yeah, that's exactly. They, they want like it's all an act. Yeah, he's putting it on. And he's appealing but to all genres. I you mean, were like, saying earlier he's the new Arnold. He's the new Arnold. My kids Arnold love from him. Happy Days. Well, no, not Arnold from Happy Days. See, you're don't date yourself Arnold? like that. This is a young Bleacher Report crew. Happy Days. Oh, come on. Oh, 1971 birthday. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Don't do that to yourself. Can we talk about Happy Days at some point? <laughs> Arnold who? Schwarzenegger. I was saying he was like the new action. Is. Oh, you know? I know who that is. Right. Right. He's a guy. He's a politician. Uh, yeah. But my kids love him. And the uh, what's the it's movie? Nice what's the movie? Where he's on the weird island, and there's all these huge creatures. The rock. I don't know, but doing this is really going to help Huge us out, right? bugs. They're like this. I'm blanking on the name. With a, Come with on, you two. Make it, no, it's, I'm The Rock. The movie he's in. They made two of them. Oh. His name's Dwayne. I know. I call him The Rock. Actually, I know, his name I get, is but I'll, It'll come to me, whatever. They're uh, good movies, though. My kids yeah. love them. Big bugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Mysterious huh. Island or Mystery Island? Either way, Mysterious who cares? Island. Who would, cares? It's who a cares? terrible name for a movie. I don't think it's that. <laughs> I, so I just got back from a bachelor party this past weekend in Austin, and I don't know how I'm functioning. How you do it? My body is sore. I'm doing yeah. okay. Little All knocker right. ball, little boat action. How old are you? I am 30. Just okay, 30. so you're still so at the I'm point still where able to recover. you can recover from a... I was saying this. I said, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm interviewing Rob Corddry on Monday. And they're like, oh, man, we would love to get messed up, Rob Corddry. <laughs> and that's the other thing I thought of is if you if you went to Vegas, I can't imagine the amount of people going, dude, you got to get Let's messed up. Yeah, like, you, do you get that yes, all, the time? all the time? Which is a great place to be. But yeah, it can be I'll, annoying. I'll take photos of people. It's high, like Unless I'm with my kids, that's the only time I don't do it. Or, or sign autographs. Yeah. But when people say like, hey man, let's do shots, do this shot. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not doing it. Right. I will drink a, a smart glass of white wine with you. Yeah. Something without any cell fights. Because <laughs> that's gonna hit me tomorrow. Yeah, yeah because that's, you know. Well, I, I also breezy. don't think people realize the creepiness of being handed alcohol that you didn't see get Especially poured. Especially this day and age. Oh, that's funny. You know yeah. what, like, yeah, I don't even, I guess I, I just you wake up there trying to date Ray I'm him. Are you kidding me? You think somebody's trying to hey, date man. Ray him? Come on. Get out of here. People want to date Ray me. Get out of here. Yes, they do. Gosh. Red Sox oh, fan from New... Gosh, who knows? No one wants to What's not? <laughs> What's not Ray? to want a drug? I, I do want to know what it's like to film that show, though. Just as yeah, I really enjoy it. A lot it. of personalities. Of course, Dwayne Johnson. Even the athletes that you have on interacting. What, yeah. I mean, they're good, right? Yeah, they really yeah. are. It's been it's been a lot of cool moments. It's like entourage for the NFL. Any, which is any pretty moment today, yeah. that sticks. I mean, I've seen some of the highlights. You know, for the commercials on HBO and stuff of like that, like him yeah. wrestling Terrell Suggs. And yeah, yeah. Were there any other cool moments you thought in filming that's kind of stuck out to you during, um, during the? It, process? The whole thing is like. The whole thing is pretty fun. I, I got to make my, like, uh, boiler room, Glengarry Glen Ross speech. Mm. You know, coffee is for closers, yeah, that, right, that one. Right. Like, that is uh, one of the best scenes in any movie it's ever. It's probably the best scene, I'd say. So, the fact that it's Alec Baldwin's only scene in that movie. Too, <laughs> I know, right? so He's not in better. the play. Yeah. You know, uh, he, uh, so I got, I had, you know, it's that moment, it's that trope where, get out there and you say, uh, hey, everybody listen up, and nobody listens up, mm. and you have to be an asshole to get their attention. Right. And then prove that you're in charge. It's just the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Um, we, we like to talk about when you see NFL players are funny, the big ones are absurdly big. The quick ones, the corners and wide receivers, yep. I'm always taken aback at how small they yeah. are. We had uh, Byron Jones in here last year, and he left, we're like, I don't think he's going to make it in the league. And he had like an amazing year. I know Suggs has been on the show, JPP, Antonio yep. Brown. Who caught your attention about how big or how small they are? They're funny, yeah, Victor right? Cruz is very normal very size. Wide right. receiver, very right. normal right. size. Right. Suggs is huge. Friend of the podcast. Yes. Suggs, is just <laughs> Suggs has got a booty that is unbelievable. And I mean, a personality to match that no that doubt booty. about it. I know he does. He's a, <laughs> right. uh, got a large personality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know that's. Uh, do you? I don't know. I'm sure you've gotten to be around a lot of athletes in your day, as it is, but not really. No, no, no. You, no this is my. This, this is your first experience. Yeah. Were yeah. no athletes on Children's Hospital? <laughs> yeah, we don't get a no, lot of athletes that weird? at UCB. Those isn't that weird? <laughs> Anything stick out to you about the athletes since we talk about sports? That you know, are they more? Are they loud, big, bigger mouths than you thought? Are they a little more humble? Depends. Depends on the depends guy. on the guy. Right. Suggs is. Uh, Let you know he's in the room. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, and he's. <laughs> Good, like he improvises. Mm. He's always he's so comfortable. This is the way I. They're always very good. That's what surprised me the most. Right. All of them across the board. They're very good. Right. And 
I think what it is is their job is so hard mm. and so dangerous that when they get in front of the camera, they're like, they're not intimidated. No, they're right. not scared. Yeah, they're not exactly. afraid. Right. So they're like, they're loose and they're belie They're always believable. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Great. That's cool to hear. I think the thing that I've really been enjoying about the show is. There's no holds barred. You having like the party on the yacht and just getting absolutely yeah. destroyed, and like you got the drugs and all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's a solid HBO show, mm -hmm. and I think we're at an interesting time where HBO is far and away the number one place I would want, like if I was an actor or to work. I feel like those shows, if it lasts for a long time, he's such a company guy. We're a Time Warner family here, so you know. Yeah, HBO but let's be real. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like a company I, I think we could all say that. No, that I agree. H totally HBO agree. right now, it's right. it's the. I I mean, to get that, yeah. and you think about where you started, is that a, has that been a cool path for you to like yes. look back at all? Yeah, HBO is like getting on an HBO show is is an honor in itself, right? Because it does it is a, a vaunted yeah. place. I mean, like Tony look, Soprano. Yeah, like, and look at like, and they don't let up either. Like Game of Thrones ended two weeks ago. Yes, and Did this it? their new show started last night. Yep. Ballers is starting next week. Right. They they always have something great. On John Sunday Oliver's nights. show yeah. has always been good. Yeah. Whenever that that's people on. always go and watch. Like they yes, watch it definitely. when it's on, which is crazy for television. Right. All right. Know? So I know you probably learned a lot doing your time in UCB. Nothing. I can imagine that you learned an immense amount doing the Daily Show. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of like, I mean, those are really strong comedy places to learn. Yeah. What did, What did you learn about comedy? I'm going to get real deep in the weeds go here. Ahead. What did you learn though about being funny but being a good comedian? Like, what did you learn from those two places? Okay. Um, the the main thing that the UCB teaches that at first I didn't really understand it until I had to put it into practice was like their their first rule of course is yes and if yes. somebody says something to you agree with it and add to it right the second rule at least as I heard it was always try and make your scene partner look good mm. don't worry about yourself worry about your scene partner and huh. if you make your scene partner look good you will look good by default. You know, so it's kind of like um, I see comedy as the best comedians are the best uh, alley-oopers. Like they just toss up the ball for right, someone to right. get the glory. You sure, know, okay. um, and I like that's a that would that's be like a, a Bill Belichick sports model. analogy almost. Yeah, when you start, I, I, know, I really the quarterback. Like, I, I went the long. How can I make the receivers better? Run. How can you? I mean, <laughs> yeah. then what about Daily I got show? more sports analogies too. <laughs> You're deep. Yeah, I got a lot of them. What about the Daily Show? What did you learn from the Daily Show? I learned I. It's where I started learning how to write, I think. Uh, watching Jon Stewart, like, just take a, a news story in the morning and then slowly and craft jokes over it over the course of a day for right. a presentation yeah. that night, like, hours later. And how that joke would change and watching him, like, watching him change it and, and, and trying to get into his head, trying to think, like... Um, you start writing and you start thinking, how what's John going to change about this? Right. And you know, you start to get an idea. But there's guys like John Stewart who they're on a different level. So, right. but I think with that too, that I think is the most intimidating part about comedy or anything is trusting that you're going to create. It's going to be judged, but you're going to be okay putting it out there and doing it in one day like that. Yeah. That is wild. It's wild, man. It's live to tape too. So meaning, like we do the whole thing. Right. It's taped, you know, four hours before it airs. But we do the whole thing in one shot. Like very rarely do we go back and fix. Like something. the Sims and Leftco podcast. That's what we do too. We're live to <laughs> tape. I wonder. 
John Stewart, Sims and Left Go oh, podcast. You know what? <laughs> it's exactly the same thing. <laughs> now that I think of it, my writing skills are right. All right, all right. Well, just before you get too deep, another, I'm done. Dip. All right. Wise. I just want to go. That's good though. Just like, just, I always am curious with actors, really and, and you always it. seem like you're having fun. Really, whenever I see you on the camera, but like. When you have party scenes in a movie, do you guys actually ever like drink or party like in any of your old movies or the show Ballers, any of that? Do you guys do that's that a, a little? That's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it depends. Do, right. Now, if I'm on a show where we have we're self-driving, right. like we have to drive ourselves to and from, they're very very strict about it. Okay. But if we're I was up in shooting a hot tub one, the first one. Right. We were up in Canada. And up there, it's even more lax, and the, it's all up to the prop props department. Okay. And they were like, "Do you guys want real beer or fake beer for this one?" Yeah. And we're like, "Yeah." What do you Tough think? Tough call here. So we would, during some of those days, just get hammered oh, shooting the scene. And how does the work go when you do it? Fine. Does it get better, or does who, it who, take? Who knows? Like, yeah. I, I say fine because right. I had fun. <laughs> um, you're, you know, you're, uh, you're not as, uh, uh, you know, you're looser. Right. But, but. Yeah, there was probably guys on set that didn't like it. Right, so oh, or getting a line <laughs> or whoever it might yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just making up lines by that point. Yes, like, right. right. So there's yeah. some people that <laughs> need things to get them to an altered state, and then there's someone like Jay Glazer who I feel like doesn't need anything. What was your take just on his energy as a person? Because I find him to be a bowling ball of just, just. I was going to say unavoidable rage, but it's not angry. It's, not it's, rage. Just, it's just like an explosion of energy. energy. Talking crap. Intensity. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, that guy loves his job, man. Yeah, and he does. he is so, he, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he, and he'll talk to Talk about anything with Yeah, you. he will. And, and, and really and engage. Give you all right. the details. But then he'll go like, halfway through a sentence, he'll go, yeah, so anyway, so the gym is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Hold him. on, hold on, right. hold on. Like, he's breaking news, you know? <laughs> oh, right. man. Yeah, he's, he's a funny dude. So have you always... When did a Patriots fan... When did you start becoming a Patriots fan? Like, from birth? No, I was never... I wasn't a football fan until about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I kind of liked... I mean, and this is holds true to this day. Like, there's a group of teams I like and a group of teams I don't like yeah. for whatever reason. Sure. And, um, and of course, the Patriots are always in the group of likes, but yeah, I just gradually likes? just really uh, started falling into it. Like, because, so I'm, I'm more of a football fan than anything, yeah. but, uh, but I, love, I love Boston. I love Boston sports. I agree. It's amazing. And um, I love the energy there, you yeah. know? I lived in Boston for a while, and I loved it. I it's amazing, right? I mean, it, it the sports as a sports town, it's just uh, there's nothing like it's it. It's the only place you can go to the dog park, and the women are talking about a sports as much as the men. I'd be like, <laughs> the women would be like, man, we got to trade Rondo. Yeah, and I'd be yeah, like, yeah. what? Is this, am I really having this conversation with like a 40-year-old woman? Dude, you see Big Poppy last like, oh, yeah, Rondo can't. He can't shoot it. Get him out of here. Oh, my Ship God. Ship him off to the having yeah. yard. <laughs> he likes to make fun of me and my horribleness there. No, that was that was good. I like that whenever someone's trying to do a Boston accent, they say Harvard Yard because yeah. it, it forces you to try and yeah, do it. Does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. There's, there's a lot of R's. Right. Pack the cow and Harvard Yard. The, the hard thing is to get the, fit the R's in because they'll take R's out of certain words and put them like so on other ones like, uh, hey, uh, like so what do you want to? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go and uh, get some pizza with Linda. Pizza, pizza yeah. with Linda. Pizza <laughs> with Linda. You sound like Bill Burr. That happens in the Jersey. Yeah, that you sound exactly a little too. Like yeah. I used to have that accent. Like, you really? I, I had to lose it. How did you lose it? 
Arthur Carter is a farmer who sells purple earthworms at the airport. Wow, that was a Man. good one. Think about it, Boston. Yeah. Think about the it. Artichoke. Actually, don't, don't. The artichoke. Don't, Steven, you're good. Exactly. Stay <laughs> the arsonist has oddly shaped Have you lifted weights with, like, uh, Yeah, I lift weights with everybody. Who? Uh, well, the Rock or anybody no, in that group? No. Not him. Who no. else? Uh, <laughs> Name somebody else. Uh, I probably lifted weights with him. Yeah, you probably did? Yeah. What about Adam Lefko? No. No, right. He doesn't lift weights. Name How much do you think I can bench? Uh, not a lot. Um, You're probably right. Yes. I haven't tried in a long right. time. Right. I'm going to say, you know, you could probably get 155, maybe Is that one, good? 185. It's all right. For a guy that hasn't done it in a long time, it's pretty good. I'd be proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll give it a try. What see, else is going on in your happens. life, man? I don't know. What do you got? Let's do it. No, I mean, you going, you filming anything else? Um, right now, I just, I guess, just finished shooting a movie right. uh, in Atlanta called Office Christmas Party. It comes out around Christmas. Right. And, um, and then when that wrapped, I just... I just decided to like free time. Yeah, I mean, if I get asked to do something, I'll con you know consider it. I'm not I'm not being that protective of right. it, but I'm just like I, I I go home and I or I wake up and I get my kids off to camp, and then I uh, I uh, take a nap maybe, read the paper. This is amazing. When do you start? When do they come back to you and go? Okay, let's start thinking about ballers <laughs> let's again. Get, let's, my wife will be the first one. She'll be like, Should I, <laughs> so when are we to gonna go. um? When are we gonna get back to work? <laughs> I want to get a pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get you out of the house. <laughs> exactly. But that will happen. What is that after the season? Always just because you gotta wait for the football players to be available to film the show a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, we it, start in um, October-ish. Okay, October-ish. Yeah. Okay. In interesting thing when you're doing characters, I imagine some people only know you for those characters. We were talking about the old old school before and how awesome that was. Pedophile on Kirby Everybody knows me my character from old school. Well, that yeah. The guy behind Luke Wilson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the guy like this. I wrote an uh, article. Uh, not an article. Or your character. I wrote a, who's, I'm going to blank. I'm choking under the pressure. His char Your character with, you know, you're on your, your wife. She's checking her dress out and you're like, Oh, that oh, was, was in that, uh, what, that what uh, was Farley that? Brothers movie. Um, what the heck was that? I know, I'm blanking on Oh, Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was, I always like those scenes as well. When she uh, comes out and shows her stuff and you go, I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wanted to, I had this like awful hair pattern right then. I had this uh, um, tuft. Uh, <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> I call it a tuft. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Wikipedia. I'm not sure what it's technically what called. What is hair? Hair Island. In, <laughs> um, that is a bad name. And for a I movie. wanted to That's shave it off. I was like, Island. I got to get rid of this. And then for that, they were like, No, keep it. Keep it. We've written bits for it. I was like, well, You've written jokes because you think it looks so stupid. Right, make, right. Okay, fine. Yes. Yeah. Now All that right. I see, I'm just going to call it Hair Island. Yeah. Which was hair an Island. Awful place to get stranded. Um, <laughs> do you ever get called by your character names in public? Um, or do you get yeah, a lot of... Yeah. So, oh, I get a lot of that. Yeah. But uh, if anything, it's usually um, Lou. It's easy to say. Lou! But it sounds like boo sometimes if it's a lot of people are saying it. So, just saying so like, they'll be at the airport and they say, these five dudes booing me? Right. Um, and, uh, but no, no, usually it's like... Uh, um, hey, I'm uh, uh, Phil such and such. Didn't, did, did we go to high school together? And I'm like, 
No, 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 dude. I don't know. I was born. I don't know. We probably. Right. I just have a. And they just face. can't place it. Yeah, right. you know, because I'm that right. guy, sort of. I have a very comfortable level of well, celebrity. I think that's. <laughs> I, that's I, what I, I think. Well, what I think the the concept of anonymity, people take it for granted, because then once you start doing stuff like this, yeah, walking through the airport is no fault, not fun anymore. It doesn't. Ma I mean, if I'm, it depends on your mood, though, right? I mean, Yo, like if Jake I'm with Lazen. my kids, yeah, I don't engage. I don't, you know, really. Yeah. I just don't want them to like. Because kids will, they'll inflate it or possibly, I just don't want them to even think about it. My kid is actually in that, I have a 10 year old and a five year old. My little boy is in the process right now of, he likes to tell everybody who his grandfather is and who I am. Not that I'm a big deal, <laughs> yeah. but my father is Phil Sims. Yeah. Do you know my dear granddad oh, is Phil Sims? Have you ever heard of him? And he'll just drop that? <laughs> just drop so it. So you're like seeing him on the, well, on the playground with a girl, and he's like, so no, do you he know does my it to like grown-ups. That's what he does. He does it to grown-ups, which is even worse. But he's seen, it's so funny. he's seen some people as of late come up to my dad in public, and he started to put all this together now. So he thinks it's interesting. But it's so embarrassing. Yeah. What my what my girls know, my girls think basically they just know because they see billboards from Children's Hospital up, and they'll be mm. like, "There's the clown again." They'll call it the clown, but not me. And then they'll, but I think they think I only do raunchy stuff, which is for the most part true. Right. Um, <laughs> not by design, no. but uh, it's uh, but and they so they are like they don't like raunchy comedy. They they're like very mm. they're like oh my. My dad tells dirty jokes so for a living. I think like, do you know my dad? So they don't brag about me. Like, I went to high school with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that man! I, I that's why I love this role though for you because I was watching Ballers in the beginning. I remember people were like, "What do you think of Ballers?" And I was like, "You know, I think it's pretty good." I was like, "Obviously, I think like The Rock, Dwayne is is this is like something he's made for." Yeah. I was like, "But Cordry has always been someone that I've loved from The Daily Show because he's always had this hard punchline where it like kind of hits you in the face." And I love your character because it's it's what all of us would want to do. It, Joe is if we really didn't give a shit yeah, and we're clear. just kind of like let's just go hang out with the rock and like get really messed up and get some new clients <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's that's a exactly great, right. it's like, a really cool role I based it off a friend of mine um, who's that guy I think everybody's got this guy in their in their group of friends like who can go all weekend doesn't get hung over yeah right doesn't feel guilt I was with a friend this weekend. It, maybe a little socially weird. Yeah. You know, doesn't under says the wrong thing at the wrong right time. Wrong yeah. right. to a certain degree, but but right. he'll also like he's there's so much fun to be around. Yeah. I had a weekend like that myself this weekend. I'm a little hurting today. I think we're all hurting. I'm hurting. Uh clean what, living. Here. Where are you going now from here? You went to New York. You're going to get wasted. You're going to good for you. <laughs> no, I uh I uh where am I going? Where am I? I'm going to do a radio show. You're going to do a radio show? Yeah. All right, it's all downhill. A lot from easier here. than this. Yeah. I this know. is high pressure. pressure. I think Sorry. you may have set the record for most fist bumps with Sims of a guest. I was just thinking that. That's like five, five fist bumps. Five? He could have been hey like, man. I love orange juice. Hey. You'd be like, OJ, I love actually it. want yeah. to put him in a headlock because he's a Red Sox fan, and I want to give him a Come noogie on, on Hair Island. Come on, five <laughs> fist bumps you've right. had. Six. All right. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Rob Corddry, Ballers Season 2, starting this Sunday. Of course, check that out. If you want to go, I don't know, get a Blu-ray of Old School, check out uh, Children's hospital on yeah. adult swim um and then uh his personal phone number we're gonna put on the bottom of the screen right. hit him up he yeah. would love to hear from you so uh mm -hmm. russ yeah. still classic name 917 <laughs> oh it's a new york That's number it. yeah oh how you're cheating on massachusetts oh come on cheating. i lived in new york for 15 years okay All right, i have one go. last question i know you have to go 
Do you go? So I had a bachelor party where I saw guys I've known since I was two. Yeah. And a lot of times when I hang out, then they'll be like, yo, so like, what's this guy like? What's that guy like? Uh-huh. When you do you ever get around your old guys? And what are those conversations like? Because I'm sure they just pepper you. It dep- no, they're pretty like they're. Uh, there, I'm more interested in in their lives because they all have really interesting. Like one of our friends is a, a state trooper in Massachusetts, what? and he's got way better stories than I do. Like I he's an undercover narcotics wow. trooper, and so like we don't need they don't need stories about right. That's so funny. You know celebs. <laughs> they we they see him, crazy. We got him knocking down doors. Like oh that's my gosh, way more fun. Unreal. All right, he's gonna go play some Pokemon Go. It's really hot right now. It's dangerous. It's sort of being told. I'm really into it. Yeah, just don't go under like the highway and start looking for Charizards <laughs> or some shit. Stupid crap. I know. I just heard about this today. I did too. Me yeah. Too. Yeah. You're it's, not a big fan? Of course not. I mean, we you're have. You're not a, a big Pokemon fan. I'm not a big. I'm sick of. I'm sick of huh. walking around New York City with the people like this. I'm. But now I'm like, sat down here. Oh wait, That's, there's a car coming. Oh, I'm in the middle of everybody. He struck me as a big like Japanese anime fan in general, <laughs> and maybe especially Pokemon. Yeah. No. But sorry. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it was weird. You I know. can't read people. <laughs> See ya. Seven. Seven. Always a pleasure. Be yeah. good. Thanks Thank for hanging you guys. out with us. You're allowed to just walk off. You don't even worry. Hold on. Let me get my mic. See? It's all Hollywood here. <laughs> mic pack. See you, dude. See, See you. Good luck. Thanks, really nice to Thank meet you, man. Nice to meet you. That was uh, awesome. It was awesome. Um, what, are you, what are your takes on him as a person? Oh, I think he would have just been funnier and funnier as he stayed here. I really do. I think he was just getting used to us. And he's just that dry humor. Like, at first, it catches you. It caught me by surprise if he does. He said a few things, and I was like, oh, wait, that was a joke. There was multiple <laughs> things he said that right. you reacted to like it was serious. I did. And, and he realize. looked at I know. I know. And then he, you he looked, looked at him like, like he was crazy. He looked at you like, wait, you're not picking you're not up getting, on this? I know. He didn't. Because I was also starting to think of, like, questions I was going to ask him, too. So I might have tuned him out at the very end of some of those answers and then I was like oh he made a joke it's funny that I'm realizing like the guys that are really good in sports comedies are guys that are not that into sports right like he's into sports but if they're a big sports fan I think then they're like kind of awed by some of Too the enamored athletes by all but them they're just kind of like whatever guy yeah and I don't think he's changing much for anybody just the way he is that's him I mean, right? I mean, that yeah. seems like it's just natural, dry humor. You could tell, though, that how many people have tried to offer him shots of alcohol. Oh. I, how many people have offered me shots of alcohol? He's I don't way, know how many people have offered oh you shots my God. of alcohol. I mean, it's, it's a constant thing. When you get in the, the, you know, the social life or whatever, as a, whether it was ending my days as a Texas Longhorn, playing football with Tampa, even now, if I end up at a bar or something, people are like, oh, come over here, do shots with us, if they find out who I am or yeah. know it. Uh, it's just one of those things. And, yeah, you are almost always, even at a dinner restaurant, oh, we want to buy you an after-dinner shot or an after-dinner. No, I'm drank out. I don't want another drink. Get the hell away from me. You hear that? He's drank out. I'm drank Meanwhile, out. Uh, I got a text message. Great. Uh, speaking of, I, so I was in Austin, your yes. former place where you played. Right. And the first night we go out, and I'm walking out of a bar, and this kid goes, uh, uh, uh. And I was like, hey, what's up, man? He was like, are you with Sims? And I was like, yeah. He's like, Sims and Lefko. And I was like, oh, man, get it down here <laughs> wow. in Texas. Okay, so yeah. they knew. Good. Young demographics. Yes. Bio. Bio. Yeah. You fun there in the old Chris Sims stomping ground? Oh, man. So 6th Street and Rainy Street is crazy. Yes. 
Holy right. moly. I can't imagine being a college kid down there. It was a lot of fun. I've never walked past bars where bars were saying, come on in here. It's free. It's free. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? People are usually turning Come on in. Your age doesn't matter. Come on in. That's what it felt like. Trust me, it was a lot like that. What yes. was really funny is I go down with all these Northeast guys, and, and like Northeast people that haven't been to Texas they are really They stick out funny. like a sore thumb. Well, one, it's because of like how they walk around. But right. two, they like a car would let us go, and they're like, see, man, they're just nicer down the south. I'm like, no, that's that's what you do on the road. It's like, that's right. not a Texas thing. Right. Yeah, but oh, it was great, man. Had a lot of barbecue, got Good. down. Good. Um, speaking of I was going to try and transition. Not going to happen. Uh, I want to talk about Calvin Johnson's recent comments. Yeah. Uh, because producer Cam brought it up, and I think you had an interesting point. Uh, it's going to be on E60 where he talked about painkillers during his day, how they were kind of passed around like candy. Right. That's the quote. Right. I've heard you talk about this before. Yes. Uh, and you've always been someone that has said, you know, these drugs, the, the big drug that people need to realize is Toradol. Yes. And you would always say you'd run through a brick wall and you wouldn't feel it and you don't really feel it till later. Right. Um, before you kind of give your piece, it, it's made me realize the biggest issue of the NFL in the last decade has been concussions. Yes. And the biggest issue probably coming up will be the fact that we're drugging our athletes to where they can't feel like when they get concussions. Right. And I think the really scary thing is I'm hearing about these athletes who they're saying, after I retire, I'm, I'm having really big problems and no one's helped me take care of it. Yeah. And while I'm playing, no one's really helping me. They're just numbing me so that I can continue to do stuff. Yes. And, and all the while, I wonder, how is it that the American population, human beings, can allow this to happen to other human beings? Yes. And I really think it all comes down to the size and the way that these NFL teams announce salaries and because I think what happens is is if you say anything about well what about the player what about that they always go well he's getting paid millions of dollars right and that's always the thing it it, it always seems to be the excuse for why we can treat human beings like property and and these like trash art yes that they go out there and bash their faces in for our entertainment right but they got paid really well and they probably met a lot of women and they live in a mansion and everyone's and I, don't, I guess, because that's when I hear these quotes, I think, how are we letting this happen? How are medical professionals giving this out, knowing what's going to happen? Yeah, this is a deep subject. This is really a lot of levels to it. I'm going to try to be quick with it. First thing I think you need to realize, sports rehab in the NFL and in most of American sports, it's way behind the times. The good sports rehab people, whether if you hurt your knee or your shoulder or whatever else, they don't work for NFL franchises. It's too much work. And they don't get paid as much money as they have their own practice, right, right? where people will come and overpay to see them for an hour or whatever it may be. So uh, I think they're way behind the times as far as sports rehabilitation in this country. some of the best athletes, but not the best That's why you hear, like, Kobe Bryant went to Germany to fix his knee. I was hurt with my spleen and had huge issues. I had to go to Canada. Nobody in this country could give me an answer of what was going on with my body. You went to Canada and they fixed it like that. He figured it out, right. So we're a little behind the times of that. As far as the the drugs are concerned, yeah, it's a very it's better now. There's no doubt what about it. What was it like? It was like candy on the, like if we got done playing, let's say the Atlanta Falcons on a su- Sunday afternoon, and we're on the plane now going back to Tampa Sunday evening. Uh, there's going to be someone walking around with Vicodin or whatever else. Anybody need some? Anybody need some? Oh yeah yeah. Oh yo right here yeah come here. And they come to you. Okay what do you need? Oh my ankle my knee. Okay. Here's three or four Vicodin. This should get you the, 
if it's still bothering you tomorrow, come on, come, you know, we'll talk to you at the facility and we'll get you some more. There's always and they the would have a closet in the facility of just prescription drug galore, whatever it may be. Mm. Um, there was no rules or regulation as far as the NFL keeping track of who was getting what. In your mind, beyond just becoming addicted to those prescription pills, what's the danger of constantly giving that out to people? You hit on it, I think, with your opening comment. You get injured and you don't even know you're injured, especially with the Toradol. Mm. Uh, I remember Ran- Rondé Barber used to complain at times because he'd go, man, I, you know, I hurt my shoulder in the game, but I didn't really know till like Wednesday uh, the, how bad it was. That's how strong that stuff it, is. It usually is, stays in your body for like 24 to 36 hours. So even the day after the game, sometimes they feel okay, but then they wake up Tuesday or Wednesday and it's like, oh my gosh, I got hit by a car. Like, what happened to me? Because now it's finally worn off, right? Yeah. Uh, so Did you ever take pills? I never did. I've taken Vicodin before okay. and things like that. But, no, I never, I never needed it. Uh, I, I was never into feeling like that in one. But um, I only took it maybe when I early after my getting my spleen yeah, removed. With like pain and all Or that something stuff. maybe if I had, had a bad ankle sprain, maybe the first night I might have taken what, a Vicodin. How many guys could you sense, could you feel yourself going, man, I hope he kind of cuts down these Vicodin because he's eating a lot right uh, now? Uh there was always I, I, four or five guys on every team where I would go, man, he pops pills a lot. I don't know what he, you know, it's one's to get him, one's an anti-inflammatory, the other one's to take the pain away. It's yeah. all these things, yes. And uh, I think a lot, you know, I think there's also correlations between that and drinking as well. And I think that's why you're hearing this whole medical marijuana thing come out and players would like to go down that drain because as we go on here and research, we're finding out that, some of these pharmaceutical pills we're taking are not good for your body. They're right. chemicals that are made in a lab. Yeah. And we're starting to see some of those long-term effects to what they can do to you, not only your brain, but the rest of your body. Uh, I think it's an interesting subject. I do think uh, it's something the NFL has to continue to monitor. Really, what changed it? You remember what changed it? The whole Sean Payton, New Orleans Saints mm. thing, right? They found out that they felt like they were really abusing it. And that sent out a red flag. And now the NFL has gotten control of the situation again. I think that and, and someone like Brett Favre saying that he honestly had an addiction, you need the most famous guys in the sport to come out and say Definitely. it. Definitely. Because, you know, that random third-string defensive tackle is not going to be a big enough You're splash. right, right. But people make fun of Brett Favre for that yeah. instead of going, wow, this is a huge issue. I just think it's really interesting now that I'm meeting a lot more athletes and we talk to them all the time. Uh, they're human beings. Right. And we've been mistreating them for a long time. Well, yeah. The turtle thing's an interesting thing, though. What do you do? Because it is causing player harm. It is causing that. Because it's a guy like you're saying, he's 6'3", he's 295, and he runs 4'7", and he has no regard for his body because he has Toradol. And he's numb. He's numb. So he is going to run through the wall if you have ask him. Have you ever him. done Toradol? I never have done Toradol. What do they say it feels like? Uh, I mean, man, guys would always just be, oh, I feel good. Tell me what they were like before. Go- is it a shot? Is it's it a, a shot. And it's a and shot. It Everything go? I know. I, I think it can go anywhere in your leg, your butt, okay, wherever so it may be. Okay, so they would go in looking like what and come out looking well, like in what? In like Tam- Tampa, it was a game day shot. In Tampa, there would be sign your name on the list, and they were going to do it in the locker room maybe three, four hours before the game. Oddly enough, for whatever reason, in Denver, when they did it, it was the night before the game when they would administer the shot. Because that's how strong it was. Holy crap. Exactly right. Uh, but it was always, the guy you would always notice is on was the guy that maybe had the minor injury, right? I couldn't practice all week. My shoulder was sore. And then all of a sudden, Saturday night or Sunday morning, he's like, let's go, baby. I'm ready to kill somebody. And it's like, damn, your shoulder's still hurt. You just can't feel it, man. Oh, just saying, man. You know. And that's, and that's when they where- battle injuries for 15 weeks. And we go, he can't get his shoulder better. Well, he's, 
He's just killing it every week. 15 weeks, guess what? For the next 15 years, exactly. he's, he's going to need shoulder surgeries and right. all that. Right, right. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, so next week, we are going to be having Rich Cohen, who's an author of Everything from Monsters, which is a great book about the Chicago Bears, really the birth of the NFL. I'm reading his other book that recently came out called The Sun, the Moon, and the Rolling Stones, where he went on tour with the Rolling Stones for 10 years. Wow. I'm about... 100, 150 pages into it right now, yeah. and I'm already seeing correlations between rock stars when they kind of retire yeah. and NFL players when they retire, and he's interviewed both. Nice. And this man has sat down with Ditka. He sat down with Jim McMahon. He sat down with Mick Jagger. So I'm very curious that to is, see. I'm interested to hear that. And they've both had their touts with drugs. Well, you missed that. Well, yeah, you missed the adrenaline. You're something missing in your life. Listen, I, I saw a psychologist when I got done playing football because I was very unhappy. I was like, what's wrong with me right now? And he basically cor- correlated it like this. He said, you've lost a loved one. And no, it's not a person and an actual being. Yeah. But this is somebody you you've, you treated football. It was the first thing in my mind all growing up, right? How am I, I want to be a professional football player. Yeah, yeah. I was 10 years old. What am I going to do to get better as I got older? All those things. And now it's just out of your life. So now relationships with your team or your band – there's no adrenaline. I'm running through the tunnel, 70,000 people, and everybody's going to be watching. And, you know, superstars like Ray Lewis are going to be trying to tackle me. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. How do you replace that? That's yeah. irreplaceable. Well, virtual reality and Pokemon Go could be that exciting <laughs> thing that you were looking for, Chris. Don't Sims. make yourself stupid, America. Is that a... Pikachu? I couldn't think of any. All right, as always, hit us up on Twitter, at Sims and Lufko. As you tell, Josh Fendrick was not here this oh, week. Oh, I would give up on him. Forget so him. So he probably won't get to this far in the podcast. There is some video of him doing karaoke from the last two weeks that I'm going to put together, and we are going to surprise him on the next podcast. I'm sharing it with you guys. Hopefully he doesn't watch this. Right. No one in the control room tell him. We're going to embarrass him right off the start of the show. Episode 72. It should be good. Please... Subscribe on iTunes, give us a rating, write a review, say that Sims is the funniest person ever and that Adam Lefko is just, you know, some guy that sits there. Uh, for Chris Sims. Was I right with Tyron Smith being 71? I don't know. For the control room, hey guys, thank you for being. Oh, Chris in the house. Hey, oh my gosh. The Khaleesi of Bleacher Report. Hey, I don't know why I came up with that one. I'll make sure. I'm not sure if I got that right today. We'll find out. Only (laughs) on the next episode of Sims of Luck. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. You're getting the most out of being at a game with American Express. The card member entrance, the lounge, and out tip-off. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.